So, uh, today's episode, Nugent Ventures Podcast, as you can hear there, I'm watching CNBC so you don't have to. You know, we had big misses yesterday uh, on earnings. Apple missed, uh, Amazon missed, big. And that they're saying is, you know, you got supply chain issues and uh, you got the COVID resurgence, Starbucks missed, and yet, and yet, the the Dow is down very minimally. Uh, S&P is down a quarter of a point, and NASDAQ is down half a point. So what does that tell us? Uh, number one, even though they were misses, nobody seems to be very surprised. When I was surprised, but then again, I often... Am but apparently the big money wasn't. So Apple itself is down three percent, three point four percent. So I'm glad I didn't do one of my trademark risk reversal trades because I would have got my face ripped off. Uh, that was the trade I made thirty grand on one time. So I, you know, kind of liked that. So I figured well, I could try that again and again and again and. Every time I tried it after that first win, I lost. And I would have lost yesterday. The stock was, was going up into earnings. And uh, now it's down. So probably, I don't know, I didn't look at the chart, but maybe it just gave back the run-up into earnings, which is okay. Uh, now, you know, they're still making, geez, the numbers here uh, just for the quarter Thirty-eight billion on the iPhone, nine billion on services. I can't read them that fast. So a massive amount of money, uh, but you know, it's all a game of expectations. And the Dow just turned positive. So the point is that this market now seems to be pretty resilient. Uh, and again, I am glad I listened to my financial advisor who told me not to panic. Not that buying puts is panic, but uh, turned out buying those puts on my portfolio would have been a waste of money. But, you know, you never know. I I would never discourage anybody from, you know, buying puts, cheap puts, uh, just to hedge. Because it used to be that, you know, you could do a 60-40 split equity and in, in, in bonds stocks and bonds and and the bonds would protect you the bonds would go up when the market went down that's not necessarily happening anymore because of the uh incredible shrinking returns on bonds so it's still a good idea i think prudent uh to buy some puts that are kind of way out of the money they're cheap and uh you know you have to manage it you have to Either buy them way out, which decreases their responsiveness to near-term volatility, or you know you need to buy them every month or whatever. Um, and you know if you had done that since two thousand eight, maybe it would have paid off in two thousand eleven, uh, but. And there may be other periods, like COVID, obviously, would have paid off. But you can go years 
and that's just, you know, you're paying premiums, and it's just like house insurance, homeowners, or car insurance. You pay the premiums, and you don't profit by it, and you don't want to. I mean, I'm still struggling with the house here, and it's no fun. So, you know, long-term care life, homeowners, car insurance, you don't really want to have a claim, right? Not only because, of course, it jeopardizes your coverage and raises your premium, but, uh, you know, bad things have happened to you in the quality of life factor. But it's interesting to think about that because I've had like four claims in four years here. Um, Different things in my house. And so as a result, they basically doubled my my insurance premium. And that's kind of how options work. Uh, The price of a put... uh, includes the implied volatility, reflects the implied volatility. So when something bad happens in the market, uh, they tend to raise your premium, just like an insurance company, you know, because the risks are higher. uh, So you might be able to buy a put for, let's say, a buck uh, on the S&P 500 at whatever, you know, 10% out of the money, 15% out of the money. But if it blows through that, or gets close to that, the price of that put might go up to five bucks or ten bucks or fifty bucks, you know. So it's it is a lot like I think the insurance analogy for for puts, particularly protective puts, is very apt. And what happens is then for technical reasons, which I won't try to explain, the same thing happens on the call side. So, you know, the call is the right but not the obligation to buy a stock at a particular time at a particular strike price. So when when implied volatility goes up, the price of calls goes up too, even though they're not really protection. So, uh, and again, I won't get into the technicals of that. So the time to buy these options is when the price is right meaning low. The time to sell those options is when the price is high. And yet, and yet, people are reluctant to do that. You know, if everything's okay, then they don't buy puts. And then when things go to hell in a handbasket, that's when they want to buy protection. And that's the dumb way to do this. So anyway, gotta go.